second half of the NFL season is here, and those young QBs are putting on a show. But who's the best team? This is when we separate the pretenders from the contenders. And you can follow that story every Sunday with the NFL on CBS. Welcome back to Fourth and Forever. A special guest joining me today in studio, defensive tackle for the Los Angeles Rams and host of his own new series, Dine and Bash. Please welcome Sebastian Joseph Day. What's Thanks up, for coming, bro? man. Thanks for Appreciate having you me. taking the time. Let's get right to it. You guys coming off tough loss, yeah. tough offensive performance, only nine points, no touchdowns. Mm-hmm. What's the deal? Because you guys have a huge one this week um, against the Cardinals mm-hmm. and your mentality heading into a pivotal game against Arizona. Where are you at? You control your own destiny. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what's the team mindset going into this game? What has Coach McFay said to you guys? Just, you know, we're, we're all in good spirits. You know, we're just more focused on just getting this win, man. We just got to get in the dance. Right. That's the biggest thing. Just get in it. And yep. uh, we th- we really believe, truly believe, if we get in it, we have a really um, good chance. You know, we have a really good chance as long as we just put it all together. You know, last week's outing or this week's outing wasn't obviously what we wanted, but um, you know, we, we watched the tape already. You know, there's a lot of things we got, we have to fix. Obviously, defensively, we didn't really get any turnovers to help the offense. Yeah. You know, because you know, football is just a game of momentum. Hundred percent. And we didn't. We didn't help the offense in that sense to give them any momentum by making any big plays. Yeah, we stopped them mm-hmm. a bunch of times, but, you know, you need that spark sometimes. So that's kind of just what we're focusing on, just making sure that we're trying to capitalize on, mm-hmm. you know, getting those turnovers and stuff like that. When you watch the tape, either something personally or as a defense, as a group, we used to do this all the time um, on offense, and I know a lot of teams do it, but essentially you say one up and one forward. One up is what you did well. Mm-hmm. One forward is, what. hey, this is what we're really going to hone in on fixing mm-hmm. next week. What's your one up? What's your one forward? Definitely our one up is just creating those spark plays, you know, for our offense, for our offense exactly to to give them that momentum yep. so they can – Give them a short know, field, all that. Give them a short field, all that stuff. And uh, and one forward, I'd probably say just continue to, continue to be this – the dominant defense smothering, you know, continue yep. to be smothering and giving our offenses chances yeah. with the ball, you know? We look at it like this. The more you give our your offenses chance with the ball, the more chance they have to score. So 100%. That's how it works. 100%. And you guys play, um, you know, a divisional opponent, mm-hmm. uh, which is great. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go into the last week of the season, you know, learning an entirely new team facts, or anything, facts, right? Facts. So going into this game as a defense, playing a high-caliber offense, mm-hmm. um, they haven't performed great, the Cardinals, Kingsbury, Murray, but they do have Murray. They do have DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. They can make plays. They can be explosive at times, and they have been in spurts. Yeah. What do you do to bottle up somebody like that? What's the defensive game plan? Because you, when you play a quarterback who can throw, that's one thing, but yeah. you know exactly where he's going to be, right? Nine and a half yards deep, he's going to be chucking the ball around. Yeah. Well, this guy can be nine and a half yards deep, or he could be anywhere, anywhere within yeah. a 33 and a half yard radius, 53 and a third yard radius, right? Yeah, no, so, yeah. A guy, so what's the what's the game plan going on? How do you bottom up? Uh, a guy like that, you know, you got to try to you try your best to contain him, keep him in the pocket. You mm-hmm. know, um, uh, obviously, you know what makes him so what makes Kyler so dangerous. Obviously, is that he can you know escape the pocket and he can yep. make those throws and he can make those throws in the pocket. So it's just you know um, being able to find different ways, just whether scheme wise to change things up in the back end or maybe just you know keeping him in the pocket as much as we can, just muddy things up in the pocket, yeah. collapse it as fast as we can. You know, guys like Aaron and Brock do such a great job getting back there so those are the kind of the things we kind of have to do yeah. for a guy like that very talented team awesome team 
uh, like you said, you know, um, uh, they got crazy wide receiver, crazy amount of wide receivers, awesome, two awesome running backs with Drake, and uh, now they have. Uh, Fitz, I think Fitz, um, uh, my boy Larry Fitzgerald's yeah. back. Yeah, he's back because he was gone the first right, game right, right. we played him. So oh, that's right. I didn't think about that. So he's back. Okay. Yeah. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a, you know it's gonna be a great game. A very tough game. Yeah. Do they say anything because Kyler is so small about? Do you guys practice anything different that week? Like trying to bat more balls or doing any drills specifically for that? Or like, hey, we really want to muddy up these throwing lanes. Mm-hmm. We don't want to give them hey, wide open lanes. That's probably what it is mostly because, you know, a guy like, like I said, a guy like you can go and get guys like Russell Wilson, Kyler mm-hmm. Murray, you know, all those mobile guys that... And you got to play them four games. Four, yeah, exactly. You can <laughs> yeah. play guys like that, man. Like, it, that's what makes it so hard because you just don't know where they're going to be. And, and when you are, when you do collapse that pocket, you know, they always find like little, yeah. r- little lanes route, yeah. to, to, to escape. And I remember like example, like this last Seattle game, uh, we had a turnover, we get the ball, uh, they get the, they have the ball in their, in their um, uh, side of the field. So they're like probably on their, their two yard line. So, you know, simple play, we're collapsing the pocket, me, Aaron and uh, Brock and Russell does a little, does a little fake. I jump up. I jump up, put my hand up, try to bat it. Yeah, and then he sides, he side arms it like in like a window, like in, in a window oh, right where my arm was. On. Like my arm was like right there. I was up here, and the, and the ball went like right there. I said, ah, like guys like that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they always find a way. They're they're such great players. They always find ways. So you know, it, it's just a, a mixture of of pass rush containing yeah. them. And obviously, you know, in the back end, just having, you know, different, you know, hopefully, you know, having a good do, you know, we have we have great guys back there, so they always do a great job locking things up. But uh, just you know, being able to stay consistent on the defense with those things. Being around you for a short time, I think I know what you would say, but there's kind of two ways to go when that happens, right? You go up, you're in the popcorn machine, thinking you're gonna matumbo his yeah. ass, and then boom, the ball's by you. Yeah. So are you like? Mother, like I'm gonna rip your head off, or are you just like, all right, you crafty little shit? Like, yeah, no, exactly. No, that's what it is. It's like ah, this motherfucker. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? You kind of gotta. You like, gotta respect it. Yeah, I respect right. it. Definitely, right. gotta respect it. And uh, okay. nothing but love. You know, nothing but respect to those guys. No doubt. Great for a reason. No doubt. Your vocal leaders on defense: Aaron Donald, mm-hmm. Jalen Ramsey. Mm-hmm. Have you seen any di- anything different from those guys? I mean, those guys have been a part of playoff teams, been on some deep runs. Mm-hmm. You know, Donald's been in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Jalen Ramsey's been to the championship game mm-hmm. in Jacksonville, I want to say, right? Mm-hmm. So anything that they've said to guys who haven't experienced the playoffs, anything that they've talked about when – because you made the comment, just get in the dance, right? Because mm-hmm. once you're in the playoffs, you rec- throw the records out the window – show up that Sunday and let's rock, mm-hmm. like let's play. And I've For been sure. on teams like that where we snuck in, we literally backed in the playoffs my rookie year, and we were a problem. We were a problem for a lot of teams. So once you get in, it's on. Have you seen anything from those guys, heard anything from those guys? Have they t- addressed the team or anything like that? I think they all do a great job. You know, all our leaders do a great job. Jalen, Jalen, AD, Brock, all those guys do a great job just letting the team know, you know, what it is and, and, and how we have to approach each day. And you know, which honestly, we have a, we have a great group of guys in mm-hmm. general that kind of understand, you know, that understand how important each and every practice is, each and every rep, everything we do. So you know, um, there's nothing that's really been that's really changed. Yeah. You know, a few things have been said, like, like come on, like you know, what I mean, like it's like it's go time, like yeah. you know, what I mean, like it's it's coming, like it's time for us to really crank it up a notch, like you know, Jalen would say that. Um, 
But besides that, I think we're all really just on the same page. Yeah. Like we're just connected. This team's really connected and ready to go. We know what we have to do. A lot of teams I've been on, they have like that extra workout towards the end of the week called mm -hmm. TV arms. <laughs> Looks like Aaron Donald does that every week. Yeah, the What's D line the essentially. The whole D line. <laughs> like, oh, AD, what is the deal with that? I uh, mean, is he just like, is he bro. sponsored by Bowflex or like, what's bro. his deal? Because I, I saw him on Hard Knocks and I was like, geez. Bro. But at least that was like, in the off season, you know, guys come in, they're nice and jacked, whatever. Yeah. But he's, By the time you get to December, January, yeah. you're like, all right, you know, <laughs> yeah, you look yeah. a little more pedestrian. You're still a big guy. Marshmallow up, marshmallow Yeah, up exactly. Bit, yeah. You put on no, a couple No, not pounds. him. Never. But dude, Never. what's the deal? What's the secret? It's hard work, man. The guy, he's just grinding, huh? Grinding. Lives in the weight room. I'm his, I'm his partner. I, I'm his oh, uh, weight God. room partner. So it's, it's unreal. It's so <sighs> funny. Like, can you bottle up some huh? of his sweat for me in a mason jar? <laughs> and maybe I even think that's the magic. It's just, it's like what he had. I don't know what it is, man. The guy's special, and uh, he's once in a lifetime talent, yeah. man, for sure. Like, and is he cool to like young guys when some guys like you come in, oh, yeah. or you know, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, what's yeah. he like? Is he like? You know, the quiet. So I've been around different vets, right? Mm -hmm. Vets that like right away put their arm around you mm -hmm. and like, hey, we can be boys. Let's go hang out. Yeah. Let's go to dinner, get to know each other, meet yeah. my wife, all this kind of stuff, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then other guys who are just like, yeah, prove yourself first, rookie. Like, I don't even, yeah, no, I'm not going to talk to you until you show up on Sunday. Kind no, of Aaron, that's the thing. You know, we have really good guys, Aaron and Brock both. Brock was more so the outgoing type. Yeah. Uh, put his arm around you, yeah. you know. So you had to work for it from huh? Aaron. You had to work for Aaron. I mean, not, <laughs> not work for it, but like Aaron, Aaron's just a cool dude. Like he's yeah. just a good guy. He's quiet to himself. Yeah. He'll, and, you know, he leads more so by example. But yeah. but when there is something, like yeah. if there is something going on, he'll let you, you know what yeah. I mean? Like right. he'll let you know. Like he, he only speaks when he really has to, you yeah, know? Yeah, okay. But leads by example, an amazing, tremendous leader. Great guys, great guys, both of them, both Brock and uh, and. Uh, AD. They helped That's me a cool. lot my rookie year. That's cool, man. Yeah. It sounds like, I mean, just the way you talk about him when you're smiling about people, like, you could, I can feel it. It's yeah, infectious. That those, yeah, yeah, that's really boys, cool. Yeah. You guys got a good thing going. Okay, Jared Goff obviously hits his thumb. Mm -hmm. I did the same thing in college. It's mm -hmm. the worst. I watched him going to grab the ball and he was like ready to go try and throw again. And it feels like your finger goes through the ball and you're just like, this. This isn't working. Yeah. So he's, he's got to get nails. surgery. And what do you expect from your guy, right? John Wolford yeah. is going to play. Yeah. You've seen him, obviously, in scout team. Yes. I mean, playing scout team quarterback, I've yeah. done that too. Yeah. It sucks. So let's start with Jared Goff. Mm -hmm. I mean, their timetable, they're talking he might miss one week and try and be ready for a playoff game. Mm -hmm. Holy cow. Yeah. I mean, Jared's tough as nails, man. Like, obviously, you know, he did it during the game. Yeah. We didn't even know. Like, no one knew. And he played through it, like, yeah. tough as nails, man. So, you know, huge credit goes out to JG. Um, and Walford, Walford's awesome. You know, awesome. Walford does a really good job for us. You know, he uh, helps us get ready week in and week out. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I think it's an awesome opportunity for Walford, and I think he's going to handle handle this opportunity with a, and do a great job. Honestly. If you have to characterize his style of play, because every week you're, you try and get your scout team quarterback to do what the other guy does. Mm -hmm. But – Eventually, you kind of fall back on like who you are as a quarterback. Mm -hmm. Who is John Walford? What can he do? Is he a big arm guy? Does he have good feet in the pocket? Can he scramble and make plays? Like, what's your assessment? If you had to draft, if you were drafting him and putting him on a board, like, okay. what is he? He mobile. Okay. Mobile, he can move. Uh, accurate. Okay. And he could move on the run. Okay. And he could accurate on the run. Accurate on the run. All right. Yeah. Okay. He's, good. He's well, he's take not, that, Arizona. 
No, I mean, I mean, I say nothing. I mean, I, he, no, 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 Walford, he, he's, a, he's a good player, and I'm really excited for him. And then you know? are you guys, like, tough on the scout team quarterback? I know he wears, like, a yellow jersey or yeah, red jersey. Yeah, so exactly. So but he, are you, like, you know, you, like, tapping him a little extra? Or uh, like, yeah, yeah, you know. You know, give him a little get, rib we get shot. Close, just like, we get a little close. No, we never, we never touch the quarterback. Just a little. We never like, hit the quarterback. But, you know, sometimes, you know, things can get a little close and yeah. so whatnot. You know, when you're bull rushing or something, yeah. a guy get, hits the quarterback. But yeah. like I said, you know. Wofford does a really good job. Does he clap back? Like, yo, huh? back up. Uh-huh. Back up. <laughs> no, he doesn't. He doesn't All clap right. back. He doesn't All clap right. back. He's a real good dude. Uh, he's told he's told us maybe once to be careful. Like, oh. Hey, he told us Ooh. once. He told There's us once maybe. Firing. He was like, hit us with the, this with the guy, hey, guys, you know, you guys think could be careful with them down the rush a little bit. So, you know. Is that like, the way he talks? Huh? Give me your best John Wofford. Give me your best pump up <laughs> speech from John Wofford right now. <laughs> no. All right, guys. You know, we're the no, Rams. Let's go no, do this. No, no, no. no. All right, what's he John sound Wofford. like then? John Wofford, he's an intelligent individual. Like, he's, Okay. I don't know Listen, really guys, how to put so he's in the quadratic formula. Okay? Exactly, that's him. That's him. He's What's gonna, he gonna he's, say? He's gonna bring out an algebra, uh, <laughs> algebra or a, or a quantum physics uh, anatomy paper. Okay. He's okay. gonna read it to you, okay. and he's gonna know everything on that paper. All right. Very so he's gonna know the game plan. He's, he's gonna know down. the game. He's a very All intelligent right. individual. I really like. I All really right. like John. So you're confident. I'm confident. I'm confident. Right. I'm confident in us. I'm and then that's that's the other thing too. What do you feel like? You know, you have a backup playing. Mm-hmm. Is everybody is? Does anything need to be said, or is just kind of like known no. now? Like, yo, no. ramp it up. Like, There's let's not, go. There's nothing to need. This is it. This okay. is it. This is it. Yeah. Get in the dance. Yep. Winner go home. Winner I love go it. Home. That's okay. it. Well, fourth and forever is a really good luck charm. So, okay. So let's look <laughs> at that. Let's look at that scenario because you guys control your own destiny. You just lost to the Seahawks, and you guys got a bad taste in your mouth. But you can't dwell on it. Boom. We're on to the next team. Mm-hmm. Arizona, divisional opponent. You go take care of business against Arizona. Mm-hmm. It's on. You're right back in Seattle. Mm-hmm. And, you know, ready to dish out some uh, some revenge. We're back right? in Seattle. That's all I have to say. Okay. We're back. We're, we're rock and rolling in Seattle. All right. Okay, but we're focused but on we're the Cardinals. We're focused on this week. Okay. We're focused on I got this it. Week. I focus, got it. I got focus it. I know on the Arizona. Drill. Focus on Arizona. And, you know, great team. And then we'll... Then we'll worry about the rest. Okay. Okay, I like it. Are you close with Jalen or not? Maybe not not, close. I'm not. I'm not close with Jalen, but you know, we're cool. Yeah, he's cool. He's cool. He's not like starting fights every day. He's not just like a pain in the ass. Okay, he starts fights a lot. No, no, Jalen, (laughs) Jalen, Jalen, Jalen. Like he said, like he said, he's outspoken. He's an outspoken individual. He knows who he is. Competitive as hell. Competitive. Yeah. And you gotta, you gotta respect it. Right. And competitor. True competitors, guys like that, like always get mis. Yes. Yeah, yes. And they're is. and it's never personal. Like never. it's just like I'm gonna beat your ass. Like that's all I know. And that's how right? it is. Yeah. Okay. Talk, talking shit from the beginning of practice to the end of practice, yeah. whoever he's lined up on. I love it. That's I saw I is. did see him too, which I thought was good for him, his image, his brand, all that. But he was helping out young DBs. And yeah. Um, see, but he nobody's he ever known no that. One and people just that. automatically assume it's weird. Like, it's really oh, he's weird. talking trash on receivers in a press conference. Like, what an asshole. Well, yeah. hold on now. Yeah. Like he still no. helps his guys. He's just trying to win. He's he you know, he's fired up. He's fired up. Great guy. Uh does a lot of does a lot of work in the community. So shout yeah. out to him, especially this year. He's done a lot of work Good in the community. Him. Just great guy. I, Set the record straight, okay? Yeah, come on. You heard it here first. Fourth and forever knows Jalen Ramsey's a good guy, and we also want to get him on the show. So <laughs> if he doesn't go on your show. Have you had any players on your show? I have not, but I think <laughs> I think I will though. I think once this thing gets rolling, you what know, about former the, players? Huh? What I mean, what's up? I mean, we're on the college football I, game. I mean, <coughs> I mean, um <clears throat> next one right Excuse now. Me. So you know. 
More than uh, welcome. All right, whatever. Maybe Lewis <laughs> will give me an invitation. <laughs> Let's see. I want to talk about your family background. Okay. People who've um, instilled some positive work ethic mm -hmm. um, in you and what you saw growing up. Your dad wakes up every morning mm -hmm. when you're a kid. You see him put on a suit and tie, yeah. get on the train or the bus mm -hmm. and get from Stroudsburg, PA to New York City mm -hmm. and work uh, for Trump hotels or Trump whatever. Yeah. Was that like, did he ever have any interactions with the former, soon to be former president? Yeah, because he'd, be, he'd be in some meetings with him, yeah. And? It was good. It went fine. It was good. <laughs> oh, what do you got? You got some dirt. <laughs> I got nothing. Look, listen, you, say, you know what I mean? Okay, it doesn't like, matter who he worked for. The yeah. most important thing uh, was that you saw him get up and go to work every day. Uh -huh. uh, your mom nurse for elderly people yes at home nurse um, yes Shout to what do they girl. mean to you what did you see from them what were some of the biggest lessons you learned from them they mean the world to me you know um uh both my parents both come from uh um from haiti so you know just seeing that dynamic of how how having them go having to go back to school mm -hmm. and do it essentially all over again mm. and uh and hearing that story and seeing them become successful my dad you know he's now an engineer he's an engineer for like you said, at the Trump International. And uh, it's just inspiring, you know. It, it's honestly instilled in me kind of the no excuses mentality, you mm -hmm. know, the 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 blue collar, you know, lunch, bring your lunch pail each and yeah. every day, hard hat each and every day mentality. And, yeah. um, you know, what they've done for me is, is, is unbelievable, man, yeah. honestly, from day one. It's really honestly helped me get where I am, you know, yeah. as a six-round pick at a Rutgers. I'm not supposed to be here, right? Honestly. Right. It's so, you've taken the the road less traveled. Trust me. Um, I'm just curious, where where did sports come from? Were mm -hmm. you just so big as a kid, and your mom was like, "Get this kid out of my house. He's eating all my food. No, Send him somewhere. So it's channel so that funny. energy no, somewhere since, else." Since I was little, I always had mad energy. I was big, so that's yeah. my issue. I was I was a big kid. Yeah, and I had, you still are. And really I had big. and I had a lot of energy. Yeah. So like it the issue was all right. Like they put me in sports. <laughs> like they put me in sports, but I was always like too like too too big. big. Yeah. Like soccer, kid soccer. Yeah, I was too dude. Big. Pee-wee football too big. Yeah. So, you know, they always found, like, different ways. And uh, it was funny, honestly, how football kind of came along. Because I was more so a basketball guy. Oh, you could hoop? Huh? Yeah. You I got a little jump shot? Huh? Can you I dribble? Did. Or you I like... did. I did. Listen, oh, I lost geez. it all. I was all right. I'm you never lose you. it, dude. Once huh? you got it, you never lose it, okay? <laughs> I was all right. But, you know, I'm a little rusty. Uh -uh, you know, the biceps on. are getting a little too big. <laughs> too stiff. Too <laughs> I'm lifting stiff. with AD too much. <laughs> so... You know, the jump shots broke, but uh, yeah, so when I came about football, it was just more so a thing that, you know, I did and I was good at, Yeah. and then I didn't really think it was like anything that was going to take it this far, and then obviously- Even when you went to college, you weren't thinking like, oh, I'm going to play in the NFL. No, so I, a dream of mine was always to play in the NFL, and I would always, and and uh, I remember like how it all worked, I went to a, kind of like a smaller school. It wasn't too small, but- you would hear stories about like guys getting recruited, but it wasn't very like common. Like we weren't like a household sure, like sure, guys sure. getting, yeah. you know, recruited out. So it was kind of it was kind of a thing that was kind of foreign. And then you know I had to teach a coach that came up to me and kind of like put it in my ear. And obviously you know me having the love of the game, I just took it really seriously. And it by God's grace, it all just kind of worked out. But I remember <laughs> I remember going home and. I remember going home and uh, telling my mom, like, hey, mom, like, 
I could get a scholarship, like go to school for free. And what'd she for say? Football. And I was like, what? Like, <laughs> like, and well, you better but, take your ass and practice. Like, what? Like, what? Like, are you serious? Like, I because like, like you know, you know, my mom didn't even really know like how serious it was because sure, you know sure. them being from a different country. Yeah, yeah. it's such a you different know what I mean? sport. Like, yeah. They're football, soccer. Yeah. So no they're doubt. like, they're like, so my mom. I remember like. My dad, you know, he was hip to it, but my mom kind of wasn't, you yeah. know. So explaining that to her, she was just like, "Like what? Like you go to school for you go to school for free? That's amazing!" Because you know, education's huge course, in my family, so that was honestly the biggest thing. That's all I really cared about. Dang. They didn't care if I made it to the league or not. They just wanted me to get my degree. Right. So, um, uh, but yeah, it was. <laughs> I remember that it was so funny, man. Like she was like. I remember her coming to my first game in high school, like her my first game ever in high Did school. Did she have like the button, like my son is number <laughs> ninety, or whatever? And she said she was just sitting there, watching, like, oh my god, I can't. And she has an actress, like, oh my god, I can't watch this. She cover up her face. Typical like this. mom, typical yeah, mom, typical mom. Like, and, and your so, pops what was your pops like rip his head off. Yeah, my dad, you know, like come on, Sebastian, let's go. Like, you know, he was super excited, and that's and that's another amazing thing. Like my dad would come from the bus, so like yeah. from New York, all the way to your games. Back to my games. Let's go, pops. I love that. In the three-piece okay. suit, like there you go. Like what? About, like what? Like you know. What Would I mean? you tell everybody that's my chauffeur? Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I'm not gonna lie to you. I remember. Uh, I remember uh, one time growing up, growing, growing up, growing up, my uh, teammate, high school teammate, told me because you know I saw my dad in three-piece suit. Yeah. He was like, "Bro, is your dad in, like the mafia?" <laughs> <laughs> like, like, yes. He's always like in three piece suits. You, no, you bro. shouldn't have like, said uh, yes or no. You should have uh, just said like, like I don't want to talk like, about. Like, it. like, is your dad like, like is your dad the mafia or something? He's always like well dressed. Like every time I see him, I'm like, like you'll never know. <laughs> Hell yeah, let's go. So, shout okay. Out to Pops. Football is in full swing, and the push to the playoffs is on every Sunday. Don't miss the NFL on CBS for some of the biggest matchups because it's time for the contenders to separate themselves from the pretenders. Can the Chiefs repeat, or is someone else ready to dethrone the champs? The journey to Super Bowl 55 is sure to be filled with many twists and turns, and you can watch it all unfold every Sunday on the NFL on CBS. So then um, you get to Rutgers. Did they come to some Rutgers games? Oh, yeah. They, they, check to, you out? they went to every home game. Wow. Yeah. That had to be great. Yeah, it was outstanding. It was, it was a big reason why I went there. Not only, obviously, academic, academically it was a good school, but yeah. close to home. At the time, they were going to the Big Ten. It was a lot of positives, honestly, at the time. Believe it or not, a lot of people always say that. Right? I know, I get it. it, I get it. But believe it or not, it was actually a lot of good things going on. That year, the year I committed, they uh, just lost in the Big East Championship to Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. So they're like one game away from the Orange yeah. Bowl. So, and they got like eight guys drafted Did Chiano recruit you? No, he was already gone by then. It was so, yeah, he was gone by then, but it was a weird, it was a weird mixture of his staff. his staff yeah. and stuff like that. So, yeah, it was like a weird like crossover, but I never got to meet him gotcha. personally. But, uh, yeah, so at that time they were doing all right, and they had like eight guys drafted the year up. So I was like, you know what? Great school, close to home, going in the Big Ten. Yeah. Let's give it well, a shot. Let's give it a shot. And obviously, you know, a lot of things didn't <laughs> work. Didn't, well, listen, didn't work you got out. a great education. <laughs> You're a journalism major. Yeah, yeah. You end up coming to the Rams, six-round mm-hmm. pick. Mm-hmm. Late pick, but you get to come to LA. You're on a 53 man roster. Yeah. A lot of guys in that position don't end up on the roster the next year. What were you like motivated by that? Scared of that? Um, what kept you on the right track? Who helped you? And how did you not get caught up in all the distractions of LA? 
especially your rookie year. I mean, this is pre-COVID. Like, yeah, no, LA's yeah. open. Yeah, you wide know. open. Yeah, yeah Max, so yeah. there's there's a lot going on. And now you got some money in your pocket. Yeah. Like, that's oh. not easy for a, you know, 21, 22-year-old kid. For sure. No, that's a good question. If you know me personally, like, it's honestly just, like, like my desire to, like, not fail, kind of. Like, yeah. It was, like, it was, like, just something that in my head that, like, I knew I was better than when I was drafted. Yeah. I felt like I was slighted. You felt it. I you had a little chip. You should Okay. Yeah, I had a chip. Oh, a lot of chip. It sounded. You said, I had a lot of chip. I was, I was elated that obviously I was drafted. Yeah. But I also felt that, like I said, I felt like there was some, there were some guys that, like, that, that were like, how did this they clown? get before me? Go ahead. You let's know? name them. And Ready? I get it. No, I'm, I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna name any names and all kidding. that stuff. But I'm just and obviously, and obviously, um, in the sense of. It was a lot of hard work, you know. Huge shout out to you know Sue, Aaron, and Brock. Pick their brains all the time. My Dude, that year. is an incredible. Listen to this groove. Easily, easily an outside linebacker. Uh, Aaron Donald, Sue, Brockers, Dante. That's all five first rounders on our D line. Damn, my rookie year. I can, like. I walk into the. I'm like, okay, so you're walking <laughs> in the building and it's like Bentley, Rolls Royce, Ferrari. It's insane. Just it's like insane. It's fire. All fire. of them had a key to a designer luggage. A key <laughs> was iced out. I was with them in Denver. Leave. Oh Marcus my god. Peters. I think he still uh, owes me money on a bet we made in basketball, but regardless, if you see him, let him know. I'm looking for him. Um, okay, so holy cow Bro, all those it guys was insane. It, was, it was like it, it and was that like, was what two years ago three years ago that was two a super our super bowl run That's right, yeah super bowl but year. we lost the patriots that year damn it was insane it was insane i was like like you know what i mean when you went this? to the super bowl your first year it's insane yeah and i'm on the active roster like look at you know what i mean like i'm on the active you roster. played in the super bowl huh? no i didn't play the super. i'm on the i'm on the i'm on the raw the, the active 53 man roster i'm like like and each week That's I'm inactive, crazy. and I'm just like, wow, like, dude, you I'm so took blessed. Your pads on the field. I'm so Super, blessed. Just for the Super Bowl. I'm so blessed. No, it was pretty dope though. They let me uh, dress up. They let me dress for the Super Bowl. It's yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. You yeah. should have just like ran on the field. <laughs> just middle of the Super dude, Bowl. Cut half someone's time, shoelaces. Halftime, just like run out, like one of those guys, the crazy. People. Undo his helmet. Undo <laughs> Sue's helmet. Screw. Oh, trainer. Uh, no, Quimit. no shot. No shot. No shot. Not, not, not our rookie year. Nah, I would have. Nah, nah. You're scared. What uh, What cool Super Bowl gifts did you guys get? Did they give you like watches or like cool stuff? Or no, anything? they gave us cool stuff. I think honestly, the coolest stuff. Yeah, they gave us some pretty. Dope stuff. We gave us a bunch of clothes, bunch of sweats, decked out. They decked us out with shoes. They gave us everything. Honestly, mm-hmm. I can't. I can't even name one thing specifically. I remember Brock Brockers got us these really cool uh, hoodies with mm-hmm. our numbers on them. Yeah, and they made out of, like snakeskin. They're pretty dope. Whoa. Yeah, the numbers is made out of snakeskin. Okay, yeah. that's kind of cool. Different. Yeah, do you different. still wear it sometimes? I do. I do wear okay. it sometimes. Pretty Very dope. Good. But uh, yeah, that was yeah. An awesome experience, man. And around those guys, that had to be. One of your favorite memories from those guys? I mean, any of them. My second year is when you know I earned the starting job, and and I was in the huddle, and I was in the huddle, and we were breaking it down, and I was just looking around, and I was like, holy shit! Like, I, I look left, I'm like, Brock, Aaron, I look to my right, like uh, Marcus Peters to leave, and it's like, I was like, whoa, like. You know, you know what I mean? Because like yeah. my rookie you gotta year, kind of pinch yourself. exactly. Because in my rookie, but you also have to be cool. One you of the gotta guys. be cool. Yeah, you gotta be cool. One of the guys. Because I remember my rookie year, 
my rookie year, you know, being going through that whole experience, it's kind of like a red shirt, you know? Yes. I yes. just worked out a lot. A lot of practice squad, lot, extra workouts, mm -hmm. don't extra. always travel, everything. Uh -huh, yeah. mm -hmm, all that. So um, just, and just honestly picking their brain. Yeah. So like when that opportunity, so it was a whole year of me not really playing football. Yeah. You know what I mean? So then you're back your second year and you just, like, so, you know, I'm in the huddle with all these guys. It's like, wow, like, it's amazing. Like, God's good, man. That's cool. Just a, just a rewarding feeling. I thought you were going to be like, hey, uh, guys, hold on one second. I just want us to take a second <laughs> and really soak this one in, you know? just Can we just all hold hands and, and say woosa? Can, no, no, no. Can you imagine what they would have done? <laughs> Aaron <laughs> probably would have looked at me and, like, walked away, honestly. He was like... Get this guy out of here. I'm out of here. Get this guy okay. out of here. Your, we talked a little bit about the draft, and you felt a little slighted. So on that draft day, Rams call. Mm -hmm. Wasn't expecting Hey, this it. is Coach McVay. Was not expecting that at all. So you were expecting to not get drafted at that point? No, not to the Rams. Oh, okay. I, I was expecting to get drafted, and I knew, I knew my situation, you know. I knew I was going to be a later pick. I didn't think I was going to be that late, you yeah. know. I knew I was going to be a later pick, but just not as late as I went. And I just didn't think it was going to be the Rams either. Yeah. Because I didn't hear from them after my visit. Oh, really? <laughs> like, but you, you visited like, out here. Poof. Like, they disappeared. Radio silent. Okay. Yeah, radio um, silent. But you visited the team mm -hmm. it was during awesome. draft prep awesome. and all that. Yeah. Did you do a workout for them or anything? Didn't do a workout or anything. Visited with them, met everybody. It was awesome. It was an awesome, okay. awesome experience. And you're like, man, I could see myself here, then nothing. Yeah. And yeah. then it really happened. So what did, did you ask McVay right away? Like, yo, where you been? Huh? No, I no. <laughs> At that point, I was just like, "Thank you." You were just excited. Yeah, I mean, okay. I'm like, "Just thank you for okay. you know taking this chance on me." Like, you know. So, will there be a point where you ask Coach McVay, like, "What was that?" Because <laughs> I, you know, I feel like that's a game that girls or guys play like in a new relationship. Just like get the number, <laughs> hang out one time, and then kind of goes for a minute. Boom, I'm back. Yeah, I'm back, baby. I don't know. I really don't know what the whole vibe was with that. But you should ask him right before you take the field against Arizona. You should just ask him. Hey, coach, honestly, I'm just trying to get. Tell me where your head was at. You know? Yeah. Honestly, no. I don't think I'm going to say that. That's that's the least of his words. I mean, if you're right scared, now. that's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> So then you get drafted, you're out in L.A., uh, your favorite part of L.A., your favorite um, favorite restaurant. Favorite restaurant? I, I can't say I have Can't a, remember going to a restaurant? Neither can I. I yeah, honestly, <laughs> it's been so long, and I can't even remember going to a restaurant, but honestly, I'd probably say... Okay, I got one for you. In-N-Out Burger or Shake Shack? Shake Shack. Watch your mouth. This interview's get over. Get In-N-Out so out of here, please. So stupid. Okay, next one. Um, East Coast, West Coast. The Beaches. Jersey yes. Shore or Malibu? Malibu. Thank no you. No questions. No question asked. Oh, Jersey Shore man. smells like butt. <laughs> 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 Let's call a spade a spade. Listen, I'm from the East Coast. Jersey stand up. Born from born in Jersey. Raised okay. in PA. East okay. Coast boy. But doesn't beat the beaches out here. Okay. Real vibey out All here. All right. We'll take it. We'll take it. Let's talk about some of your off-the-field endeavors. Mm -hmm. You... Um, partnered with the Players Coalition, mm -hmm. and um, you know one of their big goals is ending social injustice mm -hmm. and ending racial inequality. Yeah. What is, um, I guess, your goals with them? Mm -hmm. Tell me about the impact you're making. Mm -hmm. Tell me about the impact you're making with the Players Coalition and your future goals with them. Yeah, no, it's, it's awesome. You know, the Players Coalition just, uh, does an awesome job with you know battling those issues and. And has helped me obviously be, being able to voice them as a player. You know, yeah. that's probably the the thing that we're probably seeing most now this year of 
opportunity of players being able to now truly like voice that right you know and they keep you up to date with like legislation definitely local, definitely local, they, do, they do such um, a good job man they do, um, they do amazing work local elections mm -hmm. where to vote exactly um you know things like that yes, so yes. I, I know i'm on a bunch of email chains with them but um guys like malcolm jenkins mm -hmm. um Devin demario McCord davis yeah, mccordy twins yeah some impressive, impressive guys who yeah. who have used their platform for the better, and it sounds like you're doing the same thing. Yeah, you know, at the end of the day, you know, football football is my job, but you know, those what you do for people lasts forever. Mm -hmm. So that's the way I kind of just live my life. You know, yeah, try to give back as much as I can. Same no thing. I kind of and you're a first generation U.S. citizen. Yeah. I mean, that is that's incredible because you have this platform mm -hmm. as a black man in this country. Mm -hmm. I mean, kids look up to you. Kids yeah. who immigrate here with foreign parents look up to you, yeah. and that has to make you feel good. Yeah, for sure. And honestly, I, that, you made that point. I really didn't even thought about it like that either, as well. The whole, um, you know, parents, uh, kids that immigrate with their parents. Yeah. yeah, I never thought about that. But yeah, no, for sure. And at end of the day, man, like I said, the goal is just to just to help as much as people as possible. And that's why I want my legacy to be. You know, not only was he a good football player. Or a great football player, but he was a great individual as yeah. well, and that's just the goal. That's awesome. Great football player who doesn't know a hamburger <laughs> from a good hamburger from come a bad on, one, dog, um, but also on. likes to help people. You wrote <laughs> you wrote an op-ed piece on social justice. Mm -hmm. Oh wait, actually, tell me about the people in this family photo because can we get a little close up on this yeah, bad boy? It's the fam, the gang. Let's talk to these guys. The gang right here, yeah. This is graduation day from Rutgers. Graduation day. Look that was, that was back in 2017, mm, I believe. Look at you. Yeah. Who knew you can graduate with all Ds? <laughs> Impressive. Okay. App. There's pops. There's mom. Sister. Sister. Mm-hmm. Pops. Wow. Mom. Dad. Sister. 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 To the right. I was going to law. Is in law school right now. So you weren't the first to graduate college. No, I was You're, not. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. I was the first. Yeah. Oh. My older sister. That's my oldest sure. sister to the left. Gotcha. Yeah, so I'm the first to uh, graduate college. Wow. And the one to the right, and the one to the right is in law school right now. Dang. So, okay, yeah. well, you took over my entire set. Um, <laughs> let's see. You golf, apparently. Yeah. And you also wear the over-the-shoulder fanny pack. the man bag. Oh, and it's a designer one. Huh? Thoughts on this? We're talking to somebody off stage. Don't worry about it. Uh. Thoughts on this? Oh, <laughs> nah, she didn't I pick like that up. It. You like I it. I hold my wallet and my stuff, so I don't have to carry one. Listen, oh man, you see that? God. The vibes are high. <laughs> oh, my. Gee. All right. Hold her purse. And then Come what's on. With the, is that a Frenchie? Or that is a Frenchie. Is we have a Frenchie. And its name? Callie with a K. Callie with a K. Okay. Are you aware of Juju Smith-Schuster's dog, Bougie? Yes, I've his I, little Frenchie. I, yeah, I, do I, they know each other? They do Are they not, friends? They do not. But shout, but shout out to Bougie. Hopefully, Callie and Bougie can meet. You know? Are they going to be like a wait? Is Callie a boy or a girl? Girl. Okay. Um, yeah. And Bougie is is a male, I think. Would you potentially do like a reality show of the this I mean, Frenchie? Listen, listen, my Frenchie romance. Listen, man. Could have just came up with something I, right you, there. You, listen, <laughs> man, you're honest. Yeah, that's I what like, I do here. This is what you do, man. Yeah. Hey. Lou, you gotta pay this guy the big bucks right Thank here. You. Huh? You know yeah, Lou's a producer. It's terrible. The op-ed you wrote on mm -hmm. social injustice yeah. or social justice. Mm -hmm. um, what inspired you to write the piece, and what is what's maybe a solution or a step in the right direction to solve such a complex issue? What, what motivated me um, to write this piece was, you know, there was a lot of 
a lot of people, you know, saying things that were kind of bothersome to me, and I felt as if, you know, it was kind of my due diligence to kind of put my thoughts out there, you know? What was something that bothered you, if I may ask? Especially especially me uh, being in the position that I'm in. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just kind of like the remarks of people saying, you know, about how, how, you know, the incidents of Breonna Taylor and George Floyd, Mm -hmm. how if they just complied that, Mm -hmm. you know, things like that wouldn't happen. At the end of the day, it's a human life. I don't think, I don't think us as human beings are able to put, put value to human life. You know, I think that's up to God, you know, like, I don't think we should be like, listen, if they just complied and that wouldn't have happened. Sure. It's human life at the end of the day. It's deeper than that. It's deeper than that. I don't think, I don't think anyone deserves to die for their past or for the mistakes that they've made, you know, the mistakes that they've made because we don't know, we don't know if they've, they might have already paid for them. You know what I mean? But I don't think death is the solution. You know what I'm saying? Sure, sure. Obviously, everyone should pay for, for their mistakes and what they do. That that is wrong. But I just don't think death is necessarily the solution. Sure. Yeah, I kind of got passionate about that, so I wrote in the op-ed, essentially atta- attacking and addressing the lack of representation in places of power in the, in the United States in general, and how all that correlates, honestly, to the lack of education, education, the opportunity that kids get in lower income communities. Sure. And obviously, if they're not getting the same chance to learn. You're running an unfair race. You're running an unfair yeah. race. And it's just not, it's not cool. So yeah. we really, if we really want to see true change, then we have to attack those low income communities and right. give them give them the resource that they need so we could have more representation in these places right. of power. And when that happens, then from the top down, it'll be able to yeah. help and help even out and have people that just relate relate to different minority groups better. Mm-hmm. So issues like that won't happen of people dying. Hundred like percent. I think um, such a similar uh, cause has been made physically for the sport of football. Think of heads up football. Mm-hmm. Think of um, rugby style tackling. Mm-hmm. Hey, no more using your head as a weapon. Mm-hmm. We have too many concussions. Well, how do we change it in the NFL? You can't reteach everybody right away. You mm-hmm. have to start from the bottom. Exactly. So now all these kids are learning, and those kids that they started this program with however many years ago are now in high school, college, and going into the NFL. Exactly. Now you see more rugby-style tackling, potentially less concussions, concussions so it has to start somewhere, right? Exactly. So you got to think you'd like to use that same model, and it's kind of what what made me think about your article and, mm-hmm. and um, that fight that you're, you're um, helping with. So that's, that's pretty impressive. Proud of you. Appreciate it. Um, and then something else you donated to, a friend of ours has a restaurant, uh, Rosa Blue, and you donated to them. No connection before this interview, but mm-hmm. Noah McMahon and his restaurant here in downtown LA, Noah, a near and dear friend of mine. Why did you choose to donate? You donated $10,000 uh, to donate 250 prepared meals for Cedar sinai frontline medical workers, mm-hmm. um, their personnel and their families. What, what would, what, um, inspired you to do that? Uh, obviously, during the pandemic, this this is when this came about. But what inspired you to do that? You know, just obviously everything that was going on, man. It was crazy, it was crazy times that was going on. Um, I remember I was watching. It was right when the pandemic kind of started, and I remember watching this, reading this article, and then watching a video of this nurse mm-hmm. talking about how their hospitals were so filled that they legit were like had to like bring in 
like trucks and it was insane it was insane like yeah. and how you know they're using they didn't even have the proper mask and right. they're running out of material and all that stuff and I was like oh my gosh like I can't imagine like you're going through that and then you have to go home to your family and then you know you know I'm assuming you know your kids and dealing with yeah. that like and you're trying not to get sick and then you're putting yourself at danger you know yeah. being around all these people that are infected with the virus so you know, it was just something kind of the heart. I, I, uh, I something I kind of prayed on, spoke to my family about, spoke to my fiance about, um, and I just wanted to give back. You know, to That's the awesome. frontline workers, got the people that are really just in it, in it, grinding, grinding it out. I don't honestly get enough credit, don't get enough, uh, don't get enough shine or glory for what they're doing, yeah. trying to keep us all safe, and they're putting themselves at risk and their families at risk. So. You know, well, so credit to you for recognizing that and then acting on it, you know, because a lot of people recognize that you use your platform, your influence and um, your financial leadership, we can call it as a donation. <laughs> your show. Let's talk about your yeah. series. Dine and Bash. Dine and Bash. Dine and like bash. Dine and Dash. I dine get it. Okay. <laughs> you see so, what I did? Sebastian. Okay. Got it. You see this um, guy? This guy's a quarterback so, <laughs> for real. <laughs> so you're, <laughs> you're shining a light on a lot of these um restaurants that have been affected by the pandemic. Mm -hmm. uh, what's been one of your favorite restaurants there? And when can I come try some food on your show? What God, been one of my favorite dog. restaurants so far? I really like the sandwich shop. Okay. It was so it was so clean. Honestly, I never had a sandwich that was so good, but like also so healthy. Okay. Um, are you a big healthy eater? Like, are you, or will you just go eat something like a chili uh, dog or something I'm, nasty? I mean, honestly, during the season, during like the off season and during uh during the season, I'm kind of honestly I am pretty healthy, but yeah. I, but every once in a while I'll you know scurry away and I'll have some like I'll, pizza. What's yeah. your guilty pleasure? Yeah, like pizza. It will be okay. like a guilty pleasure. That was like All guilty right. pleasure. Some ice cream. Something like better you know. pizza. East coast, west coast. Come on, bro. I was you just know, asking. You know the answer to I this. Joking. I was just asking. East coast by far. Okay, so you guys got pizza. We got In and Out burgers. We're better. Got it. Oh my god. Then no. um, <laughs> your interest in starting the show. Like, where did that come from? Obviously, you're a gigantic human. Mm -hmm. You have to fuel up that body. Get ready for games. Yeah. Like, so, you like to eat. So it actually started. Uh, it actually started. I was talking to Lewis. Mm. Your lovely producer. Oh, we know Lewis <laughs> around here. And. Uh, and we were talking because, you know, they knew I was uh, big into sports journalism and, and how I kind of want to do that after I'm done playing. Yeah. And they know, Lewis always knew I, I kind of loved food I, and he knew that I always loved enjoy, enjoying that. So we just kind of took the initiative and said, and they kind of, we all kind of just put two and two together. And yeah. They're like, hey, like, let's, why not just do a food show? Like, that's not, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so him and I kind of sat down, we just ran through ideas uh, ran through ideas, kind of names, and like I said, they he came up with the name. Honestly, oh. awesome. He did an awesome. We'll job edit with that. that out. He did an awesome job with that. Uh, he came up with the name. Him and the rest of the Malka team, JPO, Pat, and all them, and Kev. And that here we are. Honestly, it's kind of crazy how it happened. It's kind of happened really fast. Like it was like something we kind of spoke about. It's L.A. baby. That's it's L.A. Happens. It happens. You know La what I mean? La like, Land. Let's like, go. It's not even La La Land. It's like, because there was just so much going on from the pandemic yeah. to, you know, the not being yeah. ready for football then having, we were talking about it next thing you know, boom, it's here. Like, yeah. 
here, and here we are, Diamond right. Bash. All right, so you're picking back up when the season's over, or how are we doing this? When's your next show? Oh, no, it airs uh, January 1st. And January. Oh, so it hasn't even come out yet? No, it hasn't even came out oh, first. So, you can, so subscribe on YouTube. Okay, let's go. Uh, let's smash go. the subscribe button. Yeah, smash the subscribe button. Okay, it's and it's lit. all filmed, shot, ready to roll. Yeah, ready to roll. And you know, the But you've had no guests on. You've had guests or no guests? No guests. No guests yet. No guests yet. But, you know... An inaugural guest. We you can know, go try I some just tacos. Might have we can go to try some tacos. Have, I mean, I'm Let's down, go. bro. I'm down. And we have, we still have a. Are you trying to? This is <laughs> LA, bro. We got a bunch of Mexicans out here. You want the Mexican following? You need Listen, the franchise. Do you have? Wait. Do you have a suggestion? Oh yes, we could go to, taco, to, tacos. To have, what's it called? We can go to any taco place you want. Okay, so listen. This is what we're gonna do. This is what we're gonna do. Okay. Now. You tell me. This is what we're gonna do. You it's ready? your show, dude. You it's ready? all your props, ready. like. One of the last shows. <laughs> the last shows? One of the last shows. One of the last shows. Okay. No, actually, no. Whatever. Yeah, it doesn't the matter. premiere. Doesn't matter. The biggest show ever. <laughs> the premiere. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, honestly. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter right. to me. Well, whenever you have we time will, for little old yes, me. Yes. We will Whatever. have a dine and bash, and you'll, and you'll have us a, a chance. A spot. Yeah, okay. a spot. Like I can clean up the set when you're done, or like I can actually be <laughs> no, on the show. You're gonna be on the show. You're gonna try to get a speaking part. Me. Can I have of a speaking Of course, part? you're gonna be you're gonna be with me on the show. Okay. We're, it's gonna be lit. Okay, good. And Lewis has to eat a ghost pepper. Okay, sounds good. Or Lewis has to, our producer has to eat a ghost, a ghost pepper. pepper. Here now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's called Dine and Bash. It's gonna be on YouTube, uh, and it airs when January first, New Year's. Oh, on New Year's! Holy cow! It's lit. Let's go. It's up. Okay. Social handles. What's your Instagram? Sir underscore bash. Underscore Sir underscore. I didn't know you were knighted. Underscore. I thought you were from lot. Haiti, not the United Kingdom. <laughs> Listen. What's going I on I did here? go to Rutgers. Scarlet Knights, baby. <laughs> oh, <Yeah. laughs> oh, my God. I didn't even think about that. Did Lewis come up with that, too? Holy shit. That's terrible. Well, awesome, man. Appreciate you. Good luck with your budding romance of your French bulldog. Um, your fiance as well. Um, probably should have flipped the order of those. And good luck this weekend, most importantly, on the game. Thank you, my man. I appreciate Thanks it. Thanks for helping out the community and representing L.A. And um, maybe we should just go eat some in and out Yes. <laughs> no, never that. Yes. Never that. Shake Shack, baby. Walked him right into it. <laughs> he didn't want Thank rid you. of that. Thank you. <laughs> like, share, subscribe, uh, at Mark underscore Sanchez, at Fourth and Forever, Instagram, Twitter, all that. You know where to go. Thanks again for having us, and we'll see you soon.